Hi everyone, today we're joined by Lily. We're at Gordon Square, it's really sunny today. Hi Lily. Hi. Um, so you're a Basque student and you're writing your dissertation about? I'm writing it about um, phototherapy and therapeutic photography done by therapists and artists. So what's phototherapy? So there's phototherapy and therapeutic photography and they're basically the same but the main difference is is that phototherapy is done by um, someone that's completely qualified and in a therapy clinical setting and then therapeutic photography is when you don't need the qualifications but it's super blurry and that's why like, I'm doing my dissertation on it it's because it can like you don't know what box you're in and it's a bit messy with qualification and stuff like that but yeah it's basically about how and I'm specifically looking at portraiture photography and how photographs of the self can give you um, therapeutic outcomes. What kind of therapeutic outcomes have you already found? Well it really depends whether it's in the therapy setting or the artist setting but it's a lot about like identity exploration and empowerment and it's all really good outcomes but the reason why there's such debate about qualification is that it tends to be work with vulnerable people and when you're working with vulnerable people in the therapeutic field it's like an absolute must that you're qualified it's all about ethics like there's an insane amount of ethical issues around it um but yeah so there can be potentially some negative outcomes if you don't handle it properly. So a lot of people say that you should never take a photo of a person for therapeutic photography because then you're imposing your perspective onto them, which can give them negative outcomes. So if you are facilitating therapeutic photography, you want to be teaching people how to take photos of themselves and you should never point the camera at them yourself. But, I mean, I've interviewed a lot of artists that completely disagree with that. And they say that it is their perspective that provides the outcomes. So, yeah. And so how do you go about, or how do therapists or artists go about um, analysing these photographies? Is it about making a photograph or is it about analysing it afterwards? The whole therapeutic process is, it's both the process itself and it's the final photos, which are, it's not so much about analysing it, it's just about allowing the process to happen. I mean, it's kind of a difficult, it's not a really evidence-based field because you can't really truly define whether something did have well-being outcomes. That you could say it was empowering, but how do you define empowerment? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's really interesting because, you know, you have the process, which has its own outcomes, like working with other people and being photographed. It's really like, um, one person was describing it, it is like pointing a gun at you. Like, it's really, you're, you feel really vulnerable. Um, a lot of people in like, a lot of people don't like their photographs being taken in real life. And there is like a psychological reason for that. You feel really vulnerable and you hate seeing pictures of yourself especially if you didn't have the control 
and it's really interesting because I mean like in a the digital environment we're now in we're in this whole sort of culture of being able to um, curate an archive like our appearance like even with our social media and stuff we can completely curate how we want to be seen by other people whereas before like with film photography there'd be one photo and you wouldn't see it until a couple of weeks later like you had no option now you can take 50 and pick the most perfect one perfect with how you want to define it but yeah I mean I forgot what the question was now. <laughs> no problem I actually thought of another oh, sorry of another question um how has this uh, whole um, theme or topic come about? I mean, how, when was the first therapeutic photography kind of installed or made? Um, well, it's really like, it's hard to track back the history because it could be that photos were used therapeutically, but people didn't know. That, and I mean, some people say for something to be therapeutic, there has to have been the initial intention, like this will be therapeutic. But it could be said that it was by, um, oh God, what is his name? Basically, there was a guy that went into hospitals and he brought a camera with him and told the patients that they could take photos if they want and found that like they really had a lot of outcomes from be- just being able to photograph things, not even just themselves, but like even like also liking to see themselves in photographs. And they kind of like continued to work on from there. And quite and the artist that really inspired the beginning of my work was an artist called Joe Spence and she was also a cancer activist because she basically when she was diagnosed with cancer she decided to do a photo diary like before and after her um operation um lupectomy not mastectomy um and she felt like a lot of like photographs were a way to claim her body and she felt a lot of self-therapy from taking photos of herself and so she was like really well known for that and then she did some work with another artist called um, Rosie Martin where they did collaborative therapeutic photography where they took photos of each other and took turns like playing roles and trying to be seen a lot of it's about wanting to be seen how you feel like you need to be seen. I think that's where it gets really complicated. And then you think about agency, like who has the agency to know, like photos feel really concrete. Yeah, that's super interesting. It makes me think of the artist Cindy Sherman. We had an exhibition at the Louis Vuitton Foundation in Paris. And you know, probably you've heard of her and she takes herself in picture um, uh, with different costumes and she takes up different personalities and it's quite interesting in that way. And um, would you say that, I mean, what's the legacy or not of, um, of therapeutic photography nowadays? Has it changed or is it still something that is pretty popular? I mean, I wouldn't say that it's ever been that popular. I mean, like, did you know about it being like a therapeutic thing before I was talking about it? Not at all. <laughs> yeah, you see, I don't think it is that popular. It's mostly like done, I think it's done a lot in social work. And you don't know it's defined as a therapeutic photography, but a lot on social work, they'll like, you know, let people work with cameras or whatever. And, um, but in terms of like artists using it in their work and identifying as artists, I think that's not as popular from what I've come across. Um, 
but I definitely think that just the concepts behind this is my own personal opinion but the concepts behind therapeutic photography it should be sort of applied to like how we look at photography in our culture as a whole mm-hmm. and like how we really think about how we also just in terms of like how it affects our self-esteem and even how then like social media is calibrated like it can be completely changed by just thinking about how much it affects people to see photos of themselves even just like you know facebook is quite well known for like people sharing family photos and stuff like that and just photo sharing it's not even taking photos even photo sharing therapeutic photography or going through photo albums sharing yeah sharing photos it really made me think of i have um really large dutch family and we have this one massive whatsapp group chat which i've basically muted because it's constantly (laughs) going off but they just and people see they don't realize that they're receiving therapeutic outcomes from it but that's the reason why they don't that they're sharing these old film photos of our relatives on there and people are commenting on it like oh that's so lovely i've also got this this one from that same event and yeah people don't realize how much we we care about photos yeah it's super interesting and would you say that um studying this topic for your dissertation has changed your own view of what it means to take a picture to look at pictures to interact with photos i think i mean a lot of the people because for my dissertation i was interviewing people a lot of the people that i'd interview they would ask me oh are you doing your own therapeutic work on yourself like are you taking your own photos like self-portraiture and I would immediately be like oh my gosh no 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 way oh my gosh am I taking selfies every day no no and you know it's immediately I feel like almost like I feel really vulnerable and I'm so I have really been thinking about now I anyway I love taking photos of my friends I think that's great um but I am now really thinking about just you know how we look at an image and um I've tried taking some self-portraiture. It is, I'm not going to lie, it's really uncomfortable. I didn't, like, you have to really, I think, be in the right emotional state for it to actually have any effect on you. Like, you can't, like, I don't think you can sort of, like, dress yourself up for it and, like, put on loads of makeup for it. You kind of, well, at least for me, if it, taking a self-portrait, I'd really have to, like, take something really raw and work with that with myself. And... I can see how portraiture is like an identity thing because like so much of like our identity is always shown in the face. Mm-hmm. Just like we were talking about facial expressions earlier. And like so much of who you are is shown on your face. So portraiture, on the, although portraiture is not exclusive to like photos of the face, so much of it is just like identity. It's not, and I think I was naive and I thought because I was asking people like, oh, is it to do like, you know, body dysmorphia or accepting how you look and they were all like no it's nothing to do with how you look it's nothing to do with that that's that's not the point of it and I was like oh yeah I guess it shows like these type of photos they're they're not skin deep they they really affect you but yeah well thank you so much for this it was really interesting and I really enjoyed this conversation actually it rang so many bells in terms of like Artists, even the artists using um, self-portraiture in drawing or painting, not necessarily only using photography as a medium, which kind of does the same thing. So, yeah, thank you so much for this. Bye, Lily. Bye.